Thank you, uh, Sister Joan. Thank you for praying with us and praying for us this morning. Brethren, let us bless the name of the Lord. Even as we just in this uh, small chorus, that may the, may the name of the Lord be, be praised and be glorified. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the earth rejoice. Let the earth rejoice. Let the people be glad. The Lord reigns. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you, Lord, for this great morning, that indeed your name, indeed your name reigns, indeed you alone reigns. We want to thank you because you alone are King of kings and the Lord of lords. Even as we talk about this great topic, loving Father, it's my prayer that you reveal to us these mysteries through your word that come from your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for everyone that is gathered on this call in the name of Jesus. We thank you for every family that is represented we thank you, Lord, for each and every adult, each and every young person in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the fathers on this call. We thank you for the mothers on this call. We thank you, Lord, for gathering us, oh Lord, in your presence, because in your presence there's fullness of joy. Loving Father, even as we talk about you being the king, it's our prayer, Heavenly Father. We can never fully understand because no one can ever understand who you are, loving Father, because you alone, you reign forevermore. We come before you, loving Father, that you you clothe us, loving Father, with your presence, even as I share your word, loving Father. May you increase in me as I decrease. Have your way, loving Father. May you speak to every one of us, Lord. May we be reminded of this great truth, King of Kings, of who you are and what you desire us to be and what you desire us as your children in this, your kingdom of how you desire us to behave. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Brethren, we want to thank God for the gift of this precious day. Yes, the 27th of October in the Lord's year. 2023. We want to bless the name for each and every one of us. I thank God for this great opportunity to minister his word. Indeed, the Lord reigns. Let the people rejoice. Friends, the Lord reigns. Let the people rejoice. Thank you, Joan, for uh, uh, reading the word. I'll just uh, uh, read it for us again, for us to understand where we are coming from. And our topic of the day this morning is understanding God as king. Understanding God as king. Uh, Psalms 93 verse 1 to 5. The Lord reigns is robed in majesty. Hallelujah. The Lord is robed in majesty. Emphasis again. And is armed with strength. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Your throne was established long ago. Your throne was established long ago. You are from you are from all eternity. The seas have lifted up. Oh Lord, the seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the sand of the great waters. Mightier than the breakers of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your status Stand firm. Holiness adorns your house for endless days, O oh Lord. Friends, this is a great topic for us this morning. And understanding God as king is simply saying like understanding his word from, from Genesis to Revelation uh, also reminds us that uh, 
he talks about of who God is as king and it's all about his kingdom. Psalms 93 reminds us of the sovereignty of God. His understanding no one can fathom. Friends, his understanding no one can fathom. Even today, even as I share, even as we, even as we go through these, uh, the, uh, the scriptures of the day, even as we go through what the Lord has put on my heart, Friends, this is simply a revelation of what he has given unto me today, this morning, to share with you. And each time you spend in the presence of the Lord, you get to know more and more of, of, of him as king. And friends, no one can ever say that I've fully exhausted who God is as king. We thank God by his grace and mercy. He keeps revealing to us the more you spend time with him in prayer, in the secret place, the more you spend time in the world. He keeps revealing himself even as the king, as the Lord of lords, as God, because no one can fathom him. God as king reigns forever. His kingdom reigns forever. No one can fully understand or comprehend it. But his love and mercy, he reveals to us, just like he did for John, the apostle, whom he kept revealing these great mysteries. And friends, I'll just read us a revelation. We thank God that just like he revealed it to, to John, the apostle in Revelation chapter 4, I just read us some scriptures to show us that, yes, God reveals to us who he is <clears throat> as king to some of us. And each time we spend time in the word, in prayer, in fellowship, that's the more time we get to know him and, and appreciate him and, and, and love him and fall in love with him each and every day. And that's what he desires of, of us, to remain in communion with him. Friends, that's what the Lord desires of us. Revelation chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. After this, I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, and the voice I had first had speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once, I was in the spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven. Hallelujah. With someone sitting on it, and the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Cameline, a rainbow resembling an emerald, and encircled the throne surrounding the throne were the 24, uh, 24 other thrones, and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on, the, on their heads. And verse 9, verse 9 to 11, whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, friends, the king sits on the throne, our Lord sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever. The 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. There they lay their crowns. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy. You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, friends. The Lord created all things, and by his will they were created, and they have their being. Hallelujah. By his will they were created, and have their being. We bless the name of the Lord. He is worthy. Our Lord is worthy to receive all the glory, all the honor, and all the power. As king, even friends on this on, 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 on this call, our God, our God is worthy. Our God, our God is worthy. Yes, to receive all the glory, all the honor, and all the power. For he created all things, and by his will. 
they were created. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Friends, he is the king. The Bible is all about this king. He's the king of kings and the lord of lords. And it's all about also his kingdom. As we talk about the king, we are also uh, we ought to be we ought to be familiar that he indeed is is in charge, is in charge of his kingdom. Remember, we are his children, and we thank God that through his son Jesus Christ, he has embraced us, he has called us. Yeah, to dwell in his kingdom. And friends, remember he's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. We should be reminded that indeed he's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. As we talk about him as God, as king, we ought to know that he's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So the following are some of the aspects, the revelations, uh, some of the mysteries also the Lord was reminding me and reminding us of who he is, as king and his kingdom. First, he alone is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. No one else, no one else is like him. He reigns, he reigns. His kingdom is everlasting. He is mighty, he is mighty. Let us read again, Psalms 93 verse one to four. Psalms 93 verse one to four, each and every one of us, I will ask us to keep taking some notes for us to understand such that we are able to walk together. Uh, Psalms 93, verse 1. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and is armed with strength. Hallelujah. The world is firmly uh, established. It cannot be moved. Friends, he is the king and the Lord of Lords. No one else is like him, friends. There's no one else. He's robed in majesty. Just like you see these earthly kings, the way they are robed, friends, our robe, our, our Lord, the King of Kings, is robed in majesty and is robed in majesty. There was an emphasis here and is robed with strength and the world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. So his throne was established from long ago. Brethren, his throne was established long ago. You are all from eternity. Yes, the Lord is from all eternity, from, from everlasting to everlasting. Yeah, from everlasting to everlasting. In other words, his kingdom, has, his kingdom you cannot say that it has these parameters because he's a creator. Yeah, he's a creator. No one can fully fathom him. <clears throat> the seas have lifted up, oh Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mighty, the mighty than the sand of the great waters. Mighty than the breakers of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty, friends. The Lord is mighty. Is robed. Is robed. Is robed in majesty. Is armed in strength. Those three things are key for us this morning to understand. Even that he is. King is robbed in majesty, robbed with robbed, yes, robbed with strength, and armed in strength and robbed in majesty. And remember, he reigns forevermore. And uh, Psalms 96, Psalms 95, verse 1 to 5 also reminds us of this great attributes of who the king is. Psalms 95, verse 1 to 5. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and exalt, exalt, ex exalt him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God. Hallelujah. The Lord is the great God. The great king above all gods. Friends, he's above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. 
Praise be the name of the Lord. Yes, the sea is his. The sea is his, for he made it and his hands from the dry land. Hallelujah. So these are some of the things that the Lord reminds us that even him being king, he desires us to know, to have the knowledge, to have the understanding of who he is as king. Secondly, he calls us to revere him, to worship him, and we, ought, we should never worship any other king. It is detestable before him. As seen in Exodus chapter 20, as Exodus chapter 20, Exodus chapter 20 from verse 3 to 5, he reminds us, even as the laws that he gave to the children of Israel, yeah, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above, in anything in heaven above or on the earth, beneath or in the waters. Brethren, the Lord is reminding us that we should never have any other gods before him. He hates it, it is detestable before him. And verse 5 reminds us, you shall not bow down. Yeah? You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, yeah, I am a jealousy God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and to the fourth generations for those who hate me. Brethren, the Lord recalls us this morning to revere him, to worship him. Him alone deserves the glory, deserves the honor, deserves the praise. Therefore, we should never if we are to fully understand him, if we are to fully embrace him, if we are to fully be part of his kingdom, we should never, never have any other gods before him. We ought to fully worship him. And Psalms 96, Psalms 96, Psalms 96, Psalms 96 also reminds us, uh, Psalms 95 verse 6, Psalms 95 verse 6 reminds us that the splendor and majesty are before him. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Brethren, as king, him being king, splendor and majesty are before him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Him as king, because he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So the third element also he reminds us is God is calling us first to be members of his kingdom and to enjoy all the benefits therein, to enjoy all the benefits therein, even as children of God. We thank God for his one and only son, Jesus Christ, that in him, we are able to receive the forgiveness of sins. So John 1, 12 reminds us, very key verse that we are all familiar with, yet to all those who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Friends, we want to bless the name of the Lord, that through his son, Jesus Christ, he has given us the entrance, he has given us the ability, he has given us to be part of this kingdom. As him being king, we want to thank God that he has called us yeah, to, as brethren, as children of God, to be part of this kingdom. And how do you access it? As scripture has reminded us, John 1, 12, yet to all those who received him, his son Jesus Christ, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Yes, children born not of natural descent or human decision or husband's will, but born of God, born of this great king, born, 
born of the King of Kings. Yes, friends, let us be reminded. Yes, and the Lord desires us to fellowship with him and to enjoy the benefits. And uh, when I was meditating on this uh, scripture, Romans chapter 14, verse 17, Romans 14, verse 17 reminds us of this great benefit for us to, to know. Romans chapter 14, verse 17, for the mm. kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, hallelujah, of peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Friends, if we are to fully understand who this king is, even as brethren, even as children, even as members of this kingdom, friends, the Lord is reminding us that his kingdom is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. These are benefits. These are some of the things that the Lord requires of us, the behaviors that we ought to have. Yes, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's not by might, not by power, but by spirit of the living God. Then the other element the Lord reminds us, even in this great scripture we have read, yes, he alone is clothed with majesty. Yes, he's clothed and robed in majesty. He's armed with strength. And remember, he calls us, he calls us to be clothed in righteousness. He alone is righteous. Is clothed with righteousness. And for our righteousness is like filthy rags before him. For us to fully understand him, he desires us to be right with him. He desires us. He calls us to himself. He calls us as a king. He calls us as his children and friends. The Lord is calling us today this morning. The Lord is calling me and you this morning to fellowship with him, to commune with him. In Isaiah chapter 1, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 15 to 20, Reminds us when you spread, when you, as you, he was reminding the uh, through the prophet Isaiah, the children of, he was uh, sharing and telling the people of, of the Israelites that when you spread out your hands in prayer, this is the king telling us today, when you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even if you offer many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right, friends. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Encourage the oppressed. Defend the cause of the fatherless, friends. This is the king of kings speaking to us. Yeah. Plead the case of the widows. Come now. Let us reason together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, three years ago, the Lord revealed to me this, that not that not the president of the United States, not the president of Uganda, neither the king or the Kabaka, these are three kings. No one has ever has ever brought this to us like the king of kings brings to us this morning this morning. And it reminds us, come, let us reason together. The God that we worship, the God that we ought to worship, the God that we serve. It reminds us this morning, come, friends, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are as, scal as like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing, if you are willing, there's a condition, and obedient, you will eat the best from the land. You eat the best from the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Friends, the Lord is calling us at a, in a, at a at a place of 
righteousness. He desires us to be right with him, right with the people in his kingdom because he alone is a God who is worthy to be worshipped. He's the king, remember, he's a king of kings and the Lord of lords. Yes, the other aspect is that he's calling us to be holy. In, uh, in that very scripture that we have, we have read, Psalms 93, Psalms 93 verse 5 reminds us that he's, he's a God who's holy and reminds us to be holy. This morning, the Lord is calling you to a place of holiness. As an individual, as a church, yes, as a priest in your home, the Lord is calling you to be holy. Why? Leviticus chapter 11, Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44 reminds us that he alone is holy. I'll just read it for us. In Leviticus eleven forty-four, I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am holy. Do not make yourselves unclean. Do not you make yourselves unclean by the, any creature that moves about on the ground, friends. The Lord is reminding us this day, Him being King, as we as we walk this journey, um, He is reminding that that He alone is holy. I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves. He desires us to be sanctified, to be separated. Yes, a place of purity. Be holy because I am holy. The king of kings is holy. The king himself is holy. The Lord is calling us to be holy. Do not make ourselves unclean by, by any creature that moves about on the ground. This was what he was speaking to the children of Israel. Yes, as he gave these laws, as he gave, as he gave these commands to the children of Israel, and they are applicable today in our context also as well. It requires us to be holy. It requires us to be, to be worthy, to be worthy of his praise. Hallelujah. And also Psalms, 90, uh, Psalms 96 verse 9 is, is a God who reminds us. Psalms 96 verse 9. Psalms 96, verse 9. Psalms 96, verse 9. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Hallelujah. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. The Lord is calling us to worship him. The Lord is calling us to be holy. Yes, because he alone is holy. As the king of kings. Yes, we ought to worship him because of the splendor of his holiness. The Lord is calling us, even as brethren in our day to day, even as a church, as a body of Christ, for us to hear his voice, he, he calls us to a place of holiness. I want to remove everything. Just put for me there. There. I'm going. Yes, sorry, sorry, brethren. That interference. So uh, another aspect here is God is calling us to exercise our God-given mandate. Yes, remember he is the king, and we want to thank God that him he, he is the king. He has given us this godly mandate, he has given us this mandate and authority as citizens of the kingdom. He has given us authority right from Genesis, Genesis chapter one. We want to thank God for us to understand and embrace him, for us to understand and fully and 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 and, and keep on. Uh, and uh, accepting him keep, keep it, to keep on the, this journey of salvation. We want to understand that he has given us this money that we shouldn't take it for granted. And each and every one of us has to be accountable. Verse, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, 27 reminds us, then God said, let us make man in our own image. This is the king that we are talking about. Let us, he says to us, let us make man, you, are, you take the Trinity, to the Trinity, 
They're saying, let us, because that is plural, let us make man in our own image. Friends, we are made in the image of this great king. In our likeness, let them, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, of the, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over the creatures, over all the creatures that move along the ground. Friends, God has given us this mandate to govern, to have authority, to be good stewards of that which has interested us. So God created man in his own image. This king that we worship, this king that we ought to, uh, that we ought to, uh, that we ought to worship on a daily basis. Yes, he created us in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, male and female, he created them. Friends, this is the good news for us, that he has given us this mandate even as children of God. Yes, for right from Adam, right from Eve to today, he has given us the mandate to govern, to take charge. As, as a father, as a, as, as a mother, as parents on this call, the Lord has entrusted you with your children. He is the king of kings and he has entrusted you with these children. Remember, they are gifts from God, a reward from him. He desires you. Two, he desires you to nurture them, to raise them in the way that will bless his holy name. Yeah, Because at the end of the day, it's a reflection of who he is as king. We ought to take care. We ought to be good stewards of these resources in the kingdom that he has, that he has given unto us. That he has given unto us. And remember, also he gives us this mandate through his son, Jesus Christ. Yes, in Luke chapter, Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, through his son Jesus Christ, he has given us also authority. We want to bless the name of the Lord, that through his son Jesus Christ, Luke chapter 10, verse 19, reminds us that I have given you authority to trap upon snakes and scorpions, to overcome all the powers of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. This great king, through his son Jesus Christ, has given me and you authority to trap upon snakes and scorpions, to overcome all powers of the enemy, nothing will harm you. And the other Bible uh, portions also remind us that he has given us uh, uh, authority, yeah, to bring down all strongholds, not by might, not by power, but it's through his spirit. You can never do it on your own. If the king of kings has given you this charge, the king of kings has given you this authority, he has given you the mandate. Yes, be re- let us be reminded this morning that we are simply stewards. And all the authority in heaven and on earth, yes, comes from him. Like Christ charged the disciples, all authority, yes, from heaven and on earth has been given unto him. Therefore, go, like he charged us. Today, Christ is charging us. Christ has given us his authority. So for us to understand him as king, he has given us this mandate. We should not take it for granted. Seven, he's calling us to draw many into his kingdom. He doesn't desire any of, our, or any of his people to perish, but rather to repent. Yes, because of his compassion, because of his mercy, because of his love and kindness. But it will take us obedience to obey his voice to bring many to the kingdom. He has commanded us to go make disciples of all nations. I'll read us Second Peter chapter 3. Second Peter chapter 3 for us. Second Peter chapter 3. Verse 8 to 9. Friends, brethren on this call, do not forget this one thing. Dear friends, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord, 
the king himself is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Friends, what are you doing about this mandate God has given you? What are you doing about, about, the, about the people in your neighborhood? He desires you, he desires me and you to bring many into his kingdom, to bring to advance his kingdom. But he has blessed us, he has given us this mandate, has given us dominion on this earth to take charge, but to bring many who are lost into his kingdom. He doesn't want any of us to perish. Hallelujah. But remember, verse 15 reminds us, bear in mind that our Lord's patience, he's patient with you, he's patient with your neighbor, he's patient with your son, he's patient with your parent, he's patient with your people in the community. And his patience means salvation. He's calling us today, yes, to do this work. Yes, he's calling us, me and you, to reach out to the community, to reach out to the people around us and embrace them into the kingdom. He has given you this mandate. <clears throat> we have no excuse today, but for us, it's simply surrender and allow him to use us for his glory, to allow him to use us for his glory. The other aspect that he's calling us today to, to abide in accordance to the precepts. Verse, uh, I'll just read again Psalms 93, verse 5. He's calling us to abide in accordance to his precepts. And for us, it's very key for each and every one of us because we can never fully understand who he is as king unless we abide according to the law he has given us because he alone is holy. Verse 5 of Psalms 93 says, Your statutes statute stand firm. Hallelujah. They stand firm. In other words, they, they cannot be changed. From, from everlasting to everlasting, his word, remember, for John 1, 1, 3, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Remember the king, understanding him as king, your status stand from holiness adorns your house for endless days, O Lord. The Lord is reminding us this morning that he alone desires us to take him by his word. To, for us to, as children, for us as citizens of this kingdom, for us to be, for us to be excellent, for us to sur survive, for us to be able to walk this journey in his kingdom, you ought to abide in accordance to the law. He has given us, Joshua 1.8 reminds us that the, we shouldn't let this book of the law, this word that we have read, this word that we are reading today, depart from our mouth. Instead, we ought to be careful we ought to be careful. We ought to be careful. Joshua 1.8 reminds us, yes, do not, do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. And be careful to do everything written in it. There is for us obedience to it. There is for us to be careful to meditate on it day and night. At the end of it all, the Lord will bless us with prosperity and success. And friends, success in all aspects of life, not only financial prosperity. No, success and prosperity in every aspect of life. Psalms 119, Psalms 119, verse 12 to 16. I'll just start it from verse 9, a familiar verse we read. How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I've hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. Friends, it is the king of kings. Yes, yet again to teach us. Yes, to obey his decrees. Yes, my lips, 
my lips, as David was saying it, my lips recount all the laws that come from your mouth. The laws come from him. We ought to rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. Friends, the Lord is calling us today, this morning, as the king is calling us to meditate on his precepts and consider, consider his ways. In the way we do at our places of work, in our marketplaces, in our, in our offices, be it in your farm. What is what? How are you dealing with the people? How are you dealing with with, uh, with the people that you are serving, that are working with you, that all that the working, all that you are employing? Are you abiding in accordance to the law of the Lord, friends? The Lord is calling us as the King of Kings, as citizens, to abide in accordance to His word. God is calling us to know Him, to love Him, and to dwell in His presence. So another aspect is that. God is calling us as citizens of his kingdom to know that indeed he's the king. He requires us to love him with all our hearts. To love him with all our hearts, soul, mind, and strength, as well as love one another as we love ourselves. As a king, he requires us to love him. Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 22, Matthew chapter 22 reminds us of this great commandment that he gives unto us even today. Matthew 22, verse 36 to 39. Matthew 22, verse 36 to 39 reminds us as the, as the disciples were asking, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Yes, friends, love this king that we are talking about today. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And in general, has that aspect of um, heart, yeah? With all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Friends, there is no, there is no room here for us not to love the Lord because they are telling us, love the Lord your God with all, not some, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This great king ought to be worshipped. And this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second, second is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. How are you loving your, how are you loving your siblings, brethren on this call? How are you loving your neighbors? How are you loving your fellow citizens of the kingdom. The, the king himself is calling us this morning to love him with all our hearts, with all our soul, with all our minds, all our strength, and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. It's for us today the Lord is rebuking us this morning that we ought to worship him. We ought to understand who he is as a mighty God, one who's armed with strength, one who's robed in majesty. He desires us to worship him with all our hearts, soul, mind, and strength. And as I, as I come to a close, the Lord is reminding us, yes, we ought to be kingdom focused. Remember, he's the author and perfect of our faith. Matthew 6.33 reminds us that we ought to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. Friends, even here on earth, remember the Lord, him, him as king, is calling us this morning to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. What are you seeking? Are you seeking after wealth? Are you seeking after the, the things that perish? Yeah? Because he, he reminds us in his, in, in his word that, yes, all these other things, shall, shall, every, everything shall, 
everything shall vanish. It's only his word. It's only his word, yeah, that will stand, that will stand, as he has reminded us before, that was because it is it stands firm. His word stands firm. Is that is in the beginning is the word, and the word was with him, and the word is God. He's a king of kings. So let us be kingdom focused. Let us focus on him. Let us seek him. As Hebrews, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12 reminds us, verse 1 to 2. And we can only do that once we focus on him. Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw everything, let us throw off everything that tinders the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfect of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of of the throne of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Friends, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. We can never understand who this God is unless we fix our eyes on him. We fix our eyes on his word. We fix our eyes in fellowship with him. He's calling us this morning to focus on him, to focus on him as Lord and King. In conclusion, God has called us to ultimately worship him in truth and in spirit. Though we are in the world, we are not of the world. Resolve today to revere him as king, He is as well as to fellowship with him through his one and only son, Jesus Christ. Through his one and only son, Jesus Christ. The Lord is calling us to fellowship with him this morning. And as I conclude with this scripture, may the spirit of the Lord Bless each and every one of us. Remind us of our godly mandate. Remind us that he alone is the king. He alone is the Lord of lords. Because indeed he reigns. His kingdom is from everlasting. He reigns. He's robed with majesty, armed with strength. Yes, he's speaking to us. He desires us to worship him. He desires us to revere him. He desires us. He calls us into fellowship with him through his one and only son, Jesus Christ. As the disciples asked, Master, teach us how to pray. And this is my prayer as we pray together. As Jesus taught them the Lord's Prayer. Pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. Letting go both the wrong, yes, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forevermore. Amen and amen and amen. Sister Joan. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Man. Thank you so much, Mr. Mtavazi, for the word that you have shared. We bless the Lord for you, uh, for you have brought it out with clarity. And uh, I want to believe that, uh, brethren, we we have been blessed because we came. Uh, uh, he has talked about a lot of things, uh, but... Uh, things that came out uh, is that the, the, the Lord reigns 
he's sovereign, he's a sovereign Lord, and he, he, he reigns forever. And that when we spend time as, as Christians, as, as his children, we understand him better. Each, each other day, that you, each other time that we spend time before him, we, we, we become better. He's the king of kings, and he's, uh, he's armed with the strength, and the, and the world is established and firm and secure. Praise the Lord. His reign is endless. And uh, he reigns as a great king above all gods. As, and uh, because of this, because he's above all, all gods, it means that all authority belongs to him. Um, he has called us his children. So if we are the children of the king, we are the prince and princesses. Glory be to the Father. He has called us to, to repent and uh, to live in holiness because he's a holy God. He's a holy king. And um, he has given us authority as the children in the, in the kingdom. We too have the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. To, we have the authority to speak into our situations. And we are also mandated to bring other people into the kingdom because he has... Uh, he, he has uh, uh, commanded us to go and make disciples. As we, in the, we are in the kingdom, each kingdom has laws that govern it. So we are supposed to live in obedience to the laws of the, of the Lord. And when we are in obedience, then we are blessed. We are supposed to live in love as, as a kingdom because we have our father who is the king. We are the children. As, as siblings and even as the people that we live among us, even those that are not yet uh, in the kingdom, we need to love them. So that, lo that love moves us to, to sharing the word and to, to encourage them to, to come into our kingdom. The other thing is that he's the perfect and author. He's the author and perfect of our faith. We are not alone in, on this journey. The king goes along with us. He perfects us through the Holy Spirit on every other day if we yield ourselves to him. Uh, we are supposed to seek the kingdom first. When, when, we are, when we seek the kingdom of God first, then all other things, when you're in the kingdom, you are a prince. You have all the rights of the things of the kingdom. And... Uh, he, um, and he has promised that he will be with us to the close of the age. Praise the Lord. These are the things that we are going to pray into as we conclude our morning devotion. Uh, let us pray that, that the Lord reigns. Let us um, uh, pray that we have his authority, we take on his authority, and that we, we are able to make other, other people to come and be his disciples. Let us pray. Most gracious Lord, we thank you for this time that we have spent in your presence. We thank you for your son, your servant, Mr. Mutabaz Elia. We thank you, O oh God, for the ministry upon his, his life. We thank you, my master, for you know him by name. And we thank you for the way you have continued to reveal yourself to him. We thank you, Lord, for the way you have used him to minister to us this morning. We pray a blessing over his life, over his family. We pray a blessing over his work. My God and my King, we pray that continue defending him because 
he acknowledges that you are his king. My master, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you cover him with your precious blood. I pray that my God and my savior, you, you will defend him as your son, as your prince, he will be defended by the, by the heavenly army. My God and my father, I pray that you continue revealing yourself to him because he has he, he he works for you and he has ministered to us we thank you for this revelation for this uh word that you have brought us this morning in power lord god almighty we thank you for you alone is the king of kings and your your reign has no end you reign from everlasting to everlasting you have dominion and power over everything that you created we thank you, my King of glory, for that. For you are a king that loves us. You are a king that calls us into repentance. You call us to come and reason together with you, that even though our, our sins are as red as crimson, oh God, you will wash us and we shall be white as snow. My God and my King, we come as repentant sinners. We, 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 we take responsibility this morning. We pray that you forgive us, Lord. Cleanse us, O oh God, so that as we enter into your kingdom, my king of glory, we shall be accepted. My master, in the name of Jesus, in the same spirit, we bless you, O oh God, because you are a king that does not fail. You are a king that is not limited by distance. You are a king that is not limited by any resource. You are a king that is able. You are a king that is above all kings. All authority, honor, and power belongs to you. Thank you, my master, for you call us into your kingdom. And whoever believes in you, O oh God, you give, the, you give that person the right to be your child. Thank you, King of glory, for we are your children. We are prince and princesses in the kingdom. Thank you, my master, that in, that in addition to being your children, you haven't reserved anything from us. You have given us authority to go out and trample on snakes and scorpions. You have given us the authority to, to, to walk in your power. My master, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we shall take that authority and put it to use, that we shall not waste any resource that you have given us. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us your spirit that enables us to do great and mighty things, for we know that, that, that it is not by power, but by your spirit. Not by not by power, but by your spirit. My King of glory in the name of Jesus, I pray that each family that is represented here will stand in that grace. May we, oh God, know that you you we you have we have your backing. We have we have your your support, my master. My my master in the same spirit, I continue to pray. I pray that Lord, as we continue to live in this in this kingdom, I pray that Lord, your reign will be evident in our lives, that you will come and take take charge over every aspect of our lives, that your will will be done in our lives. Your will will be done in your church. Your will will be done in our homes. Your will will be done at our places of work on a daily basis. Thank you, King of glory, for you tell us that because you are the king, we, sh we should seek your kingdom first. My master, forgive us for the times we have, thought, uh, we have run after other things and failed 
which are which are which do not count and we have failed to look for that that counts your kingdom oh god where you are king where you are lord god almighty my master i pray that each one of us uh, we shall seek your kingdom and when we are in that kingdom oh god may we not uh take the advantage of the kingdom by ourselves alone but may we oh jesus have the grace have the hearts of god to love our neighbors enough to bring them into this glorious kingdom where we shall be more than conquerors where we shall be uh where we shall live life in abundance thank you king of glory for you 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 tell us that you came that we may have life and have it in abundance my king of glory i pray that you you will reign that you will that we shall make disciples for you. And as we make disciples, Lord, I pray that may we, O oh God, come to you in obedience. May our obedience, Lord, may our submission to you attract other people to you, my master. Lord God Almighty, we pray that as, as you continue to reign in our, in our lives, O oh God, I pray that, Lord, our lives will, will show the light. I pray that because you are reigning, we shall shine for you. Because you are reigning, that we shall be able to, to, to advance your kingdom. My master, to the faithful, you show yourselves faithful. To those that are blameless, you show yourself blameless. Lord, I pray that we shall seek to be pure in heart. Lord, my king of glory, I pray that may that grace, may that power that comes from your throne reign in our lives. May it give us the, the, the victory, oh God. Master, I thank you because you, you did not spare anything, not even your son, but you gave him up for our redemption. My King of glory, may that give us the confidence of knowing that you who did not spare your son, but gave him up for our salvation, will also together give us all that we desire for this life. Thank you, Jesus, because you are faithful. Thank you, Lord, because you're able. Thank you, my King, because you are a King that promises and fulfills everything you promise, oh God, you bring it to pass. Lord, I pray that you will dress us in your righteousness because our own is compromised. Our own is like filthy rugs. My King of glory, as you reign, as you sit on the throne, I pray that when the when the accuser comes, Lord Jesus, you who intercedes for us, you shall be able to to, to tell him off which on our behalf, my God, that these are the people that have been picked from fire. Lord God Almighty, I pray that we shall be found worthy to stand before your throne. My master and king, I pray that you will give us those hearts that are yielded to you, that you shall consecrate us for your use, O oh God, that we shall be variable vessels in your kingdom, O oh God. Jesus, I pray that you shall we shall we shall qualify to serve in this kingdom that is eternal, this kingdom that is powerful, this kingdom that has no end. We give you praise, O oh God, because you are an able God. Whatever you promise, you fulfill. Whatever you, 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 you say, it comes to pass. You are enough for us. Lord, I pray that we shall stand in that confidence all the days of our lives. We give you honor. We give you praise because you alone is able. You alone is holy. 
you are alone has the has the power you alone has what it takes to bring us to eternity we give you honor we lift your name on high in jesus most precious name we have prayed and believed amen amen